Welcome back, everybody. It's Chip and it's Eric, and the two of us have a Bible reading podcast called Chip and Eric Read Through the Bible, mm-hmm. and that's what you have found on the internet and listened to today. Yeah. Eric, today is day 148. I know. And we're going to read Nehemiah chapter 6 through Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 73a. That sounds good to me. You like that? That's I a do. first for the Chip and Eric read through the Bible Oh, yeah, show. reading half a Bible verse? Yeah. Yeah. That's a first. That is a first. Okay. Well, we're excited. Uh, we are excited. We were, yeah. yeah, we had a party beforehand. Couldn't wait. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, thanks for the pinata. It was good. No problem. I'm so sorry it was shaped like your head. That's okay. It was full of dates, so I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That was so nice of you. That's so gross. We got the dates <laughs> off the ground. No, I put a tarp down. Oh, yeah. You saw that. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Come on. I would never just do mm-hmm. that. All right. Well, let's get after it, Eric. Start with your favorite bad guy. My favorite bad guy? Mm-hmm. Darth Vader's in this? No. Oh. Sam Ballot. Oh, Darth Vader, your favorite bad guy. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sam Ballot, Tobiah, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remained, though we had not yet set up the doors in the gates. So Sam Ballot and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But I realized they were plotting to harm me. So I replied by sending this message. I am engaged in a great work, so I can't come. Why should I stop working to come meet with you? Four times they sent the same message, and each time I gave the same reply. The fifth time, Sam Ballot's servant came with an open letter in his hand, and this is what it said. There's a rumor among the surrounding nations, and Geshem tells me it's true, that you and the Jews are planning to rebel, and that is why you're building the wall. According to his reports, you plan to be their king. He also reports that you have appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim about you, Look, there is a king in Judah. You can be very sure that this will report that this report will get back to the king. So I suggest you come and talk it over with me. I replied, saying that there's no truth in any part of your story. You are making up the whole thing. They were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. Mm-hmm. Later I went to visit Shemaiah, son of Deliah, and grandson of Meta. Metabatel, who was confined to his home. And he said, let us meet together inside the temple of God and bolt the door shut. Your enemies are coming to kill you tonight. But I replied, should someone in my position run from danger? Should someone in my position enter the temple to save his life? No, I won't do it. I realized that God had not spoken to him, but that he had uttered this prophecy against me because Tobiah and Sambalat had hired him. Hmm. They were hoping to intimidate me and make me sin. Then they'd be able to accuse and discredit me. Remember, oh my God, all the evil things that Tobiah and Sambalat have done. And remember, Noadiah, the prophet, and all the prophets like her who have tried to intimidate me. So on October the 2nd, the wall was finished, just 52 days after we had begun. When our enemies and the surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. They realized this work had been done with the help of our God. During those 52 days, many letters went back and forth between Tobiah and the nobles of Judah. For many in Judah had sworn allegiance to him because his father-in-law was Shekaniah, son of Ara, and his son Jehohanan was married to the daughter of Meshalem, son of Berechiah. They kept telling me about Tobiah's good deeds, and they told him everything I said. And Tobiah kept sending threatening letters to intimidate me. After the wall was finished, I had set up the doors 
in the gates, the gatekeepers, singers, and Levites were appointed. I gave the responsibility of governing Jerusalem to my brother Hanani, along with Hananiah, the commander of the forces of the fortress, for he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. I said to them, Do not leave the gates open during the hottest part of the day, and even while the gatekeepers are on duty, have them shut and bar the doors. Appoint the residents of Jerusalem to act as guards, everyone on a regular watch. Some will serve as sentry posts and some in front of their own homes. At that time, the city was large and spacious, but the population was small. And none of the houses had been rebuilt. So my God gave me the idea to call together all the nobles and leaders of the city, along with the ordinary citizens for registration. I had found the genealogical record of those who had first returned to Judah. This was what was written there. Here is a list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Nehemani, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvai, Rehum, and Bana. This is the number of men of Israel who returned from the exile. I can do it. I'm just looking. It's the same as Ezra. It's really interesting. The family of Parosh, 2,172. The family of Shephatiah, 372. The family of Ara, 652. The family of Pehath Moab, descendants of Jeshua and Joab, 2,818. The family of Elam, 1,254. The family of Zatu, 845. The family of Zakai, 760. The family of Bani, 648. The family of Bebai, 628. The family of Asgad, 2,322. The family of Adonikim, 667. Hmm. The family of Bigvai, 2,067. The family of Aden, 655. The family of Ater, descendants of Hezekiah, 98. The family of Hashem, 328. The family of Bazai, 324. The family of Jorah, 112. The family of Gabar, 95. The people of Bethlehem and Netophah, 188. The people of Anathoth, 128. The people of Beth Asmaveth, 42. The people of Kiriath Jerim, Kafira, and Beeroth, 743. The people of Ramah and Geba, 621. The people of Michmash, 122. The people of Bethel and Ai, 123. The people west of West Nebo, 52. The citizens of West Elam, 1,254. The citizens of Harim, 320. The citizens of Jericho, 345. The citizens of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 721. The citizens of Sanaa, 3,930. These are the priests who returned from exile. The family of Jediah, through the line of Jeshua, 973. The family of Immer, 1,052. The family of Pashur, 1,247. The family of Harim, 1,017. I got excited. These are the Levites who returned from exile. The families of Jeshua and Kadmiel, descendants of Hodaviah, 74. The singers of the family of Asaph, 148. The gatekeepers of the families of Shalom, Ater, Talmon, Akub, Hatita, and Shobai, 138. The descendants of the following temple servants returned from the exile. Ziha, Hasufa, Tebeoth, Kiros, Siaha, Padon, 
Labana, Hagaba, Shamai, Hanan, Gadel, Gahar, Re'ea, Rezin, Nakoda, Gazam, Uza, Pasia, Besai, Meunim, Nefusim, Bakbuk, Hakufa, Harher, Bazluth, Mahida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tima, Naziah, and Hatifa. The descendants of these servants of King Solomon return from exile. They are Sotai, Hasapharath, Paruda, Jela, Darkon, Gedel, Shephatiah, Hatil, Pokereth, Hazabaim, and Ami. In all, the temple servants and descendants of Solomon's servants numbered 392. Another group returned at this time from the towns of Tel Mila, Tel Harsha, Carib, Adan, and Emmer. However, they could not prove that they were families were descendants of Israel. This group included the families of Deliah, Tobiah, and Nakoda, a total of 642 people. Three families of priests, Hobiah, Hakaz, and Barzillai, also returned. This Barzillai had married a woman who was a descendant of Barzillai of Gilead, and he had taken her family name. They searched for their names in the genealogical records, but they were not found, so they were disqualified from serving as priests. The governor told them not to eat the priest's share of food from the sacrifices until a priest could consult the Lord about the matter by using the Urim and the Thummim, the sacred lots. So a total of 42,360 people returned to Judah, in addition to 7,337 servants and 245 singers, both men and women. They took with them 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. Some of the family leaders gave gifts for the work. The governor gave to the treasury 1,000 gold coins, 50 gold basins, 530 robes for the priest. The other leaders gave to the treasury a total of 20,000 gold coins and some 2,750 pounds of silver for the work. The rest of the people gave 20,000 gold coins, about 2,500 pounds of silver, and 67 robes for the priest. So the priests, Levites, gatekeepers, singers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their own towns throughout Israel. And that is our reading today. Thank you, Eric. Dude, these lists are different. They seem You know what different. tipped it off they is you said, different. remember you yeah, said, oh, that's a bad six, family. Six, six. Yeah. Yeah. You said six, Somebody six, miscounted. Six, six, seven. But some of them aren't even close. Yeah. That's, that's, that's weird. Records. I wonder what's up with that. Like Asgad in Ezra, 1,222. Here, 2,322. Hmm. Yeah. Must be an explanation. I don't know what it is, though. But you know what I'm going to Google after this. Yes, you are. You're going to Google away, Mr. Google. And that is our reading today. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. But before you Google away yeah, and have fun with my saying, you're going to ask me a question. I am. Okay. I'm going to say, Chip, is it just Google.com or do I have to type www? That's the question I'm going to ask you. It's not www. (laughs) All right, Chip. We just read a fascinating scripture. What did it tell us about God? It tells me, okay, I got it. I can read it. That God... He did it again. God God focuses on the important, and people focus on the urgent. Mm. So it's choosing the important over the urgent. And we see it played out here. This is a principle I learned many years ago. We see it played out here. So um, Nehemiah was focused on the important, Mm -hmm. getting it done for God. 
going it, doing it God's way yeah. and getting the work done for him. The urgent were these bad guys coming in saying, hey, come meet with me, you know, come down. And I love the quote, you know, I'm not coming down. I'm doing a great work. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do this. Yeah. I'm busy, but I'm I busy great work. for the yeah. important mm-hmm. things. And God's work is a great work. It's the important work. And everybody else, they come in with this urgent stuff. You know, and we have to d- distinguish between the urgent and the important. So God wants us to focus on the important over the urgent. I That's love that. I take away today. I love that. Okay. Okay. So what's this tell us about us? Uh, it tells us that when we share the heart of God or a great man like Nehemiah, mm-hmm. we don't get discouraged by the attackers and the haters. Mm. We get energized oh, by them. That's good. I love that. I mean, I just... I continued the work with even greater determination, more determined than ever. I mean, this guy went and said, I'm going to lie to the king, mm-hmm. the, your former boss. I'm going to lie to him and tell him that you're rebuilding this city so you can form a rebellion mm-hmm. and that you're claiming that you're the king. And Nehemiah was like, first of all, calling that bluff, nothing you just said is true. And then he just gets after it even harder, mm-hmm. goes after it even more. And I just think that that's awesome that we can have that through, yeah. through God, through the Holy Spirit. You know, we can we can crumble under pressure or we can step into this fiercer determination to do the work that God has put before us. Yeah. And I think that's a much healthier response. It is very healthy. And I think the key, you said that, what God has put before us, so what he wants to do, mm-hmm. it's, it's all for him and his glory. Um, it just reminds me, so I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. I'm, I'm not very good at basketball, but I love the game of basketball. I watch it all the time. And uh, I followed Michael Jordan um, throughout his career. And when he finally retired, um, I watched his speech. I was very disappointed, extremely disappointed. Many people were disappointed with the speech. It was all about um, him and what he did for himself. And this point, he was ticked off by so many people that challenged him. And that's what he said moved him to be so great. But where... It differs from Nehemiah is that he did it for himself. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah did it for God. Mm-hmm. And so you can get ticked off by people, but make sure your focus is on God and not yourself and not trying to prove people wrong so you look good, but you can prove people wrong to make God look good. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, it's just it's important to keep in mind because, you know, we can get ticked off and we can get, you know, energized by our enemies but sometimes, you know, and I, I fall for this too, I do it to prove myself right so I look better. But just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Give God all the glory okay. and credit. Yep. Get energy from your enemy. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Allison, put that quote out there. Yeah, go ahead, Allison. Do it now. Yeah. Or, right uh, now. You actually, I can send you a picture of the quote that Chip couldn't read yet again. No, don't do that. <laughs> I saw Did I, you see it? I did see that. I don't know why I saw that. Well, she sent it to us. Oh, okay. That's how I saw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, she texted to us. Yeah, yeah. I did see it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I love <laughs> Pretty awesome. I love Terrible. those memes that she puts up every day. I love that she – those – many people probably don't know this. Those are not digital. She hand paints those every day <laughs> on a on a 10-foot canvas. Oh, you're giving away her And secret. then takes a photo. Yeah. And then post that online. That is how good she is. She is good. She hand paints those acrylic. She's amazing. On canvas. Canvas. And that's, I mean, that's incredible. It really is. Yeah. Eric, it is two o'clock. It is. time for you to go. You know what I always say? Yep. Chip's got to go by two. You always say it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye.